This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to talk some blues hockey. Welcome to the Blues NHL podcast, hosted by former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and former Blues enforcer Darren Kimball. And we got a problem in front of the hog bench. Kimball pulling at Ronick. Here's Kimball swinging at Ronick wildly, and the linesman trying to get in between them. Federico stolen from Reinhardt, breaking in to Hunter. Hunter shooting, rebound. Jada Hall looking for 500. He shoots. He scores. Brad Hall, number 500. Oh, unbelievable oh, oh, save by Jake Allen. Tarasenko in the clear. He scores. And now here's your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. Hello, Blues fans. Welcome to the Blues NHL podcast. And as my friend has requested to the right, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get it on. Yeah, the real talent of the show, former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and former Blues enforcer Darren Kimball. What's up, boys? Oh, good to be back in town. Yes, you guys are world travelers. And we found out Mr. Kimball's famous. He's got his uh, Mm. Canadian hat on. He was on a Montreal Canadian show not too long ago. I'm wondering if he's got some info for us since he was on a Canadian show with all the the rumors. The info he's probably got is on a couple of Molson Canadians out there. uh, Or the Pilsner. Yeah. Pilsners with the rabbits. We saw that. The rabbits. Imagine that. Well, yes, we are all back in studio again and want to thank our friends at the Innovated Companies for making the show possible. But, um,. We got lots happening. Lots yeah, a happening. lot of uh, a lot of rumors. I had to God. send you some stuff yesterday, and that's why I said, you know, the conspiracy theorists are out. I it mean, just yeah, but it blows my mind here, and you know because you know let's call it let's do this. This is a hot stove. Yeah, right? you love your hot stove. Hot stove. This Our friends at the heating and cooling right company love a hot stove. Yeah, innovative heating and cooling hot stove session. We might as well get right into it head first. Yes. So some. Less than reputable <laughs> media people have thrown out there that the Montreal Canadiens have received an offer from Doug Armstrong, who, of course, Doug makes it real, real public all the time he does something, right? <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens received an offer for Jake Allen, Robert Thomas, and a first-rounder for Carey Price. Guys, holy shit, please. Let, first of all, a couple things on this. One, uh, Derek Armstrong, he used to play, but Doug Armstrong (laughs) would never let this leak out. And the Montreal people, they'd never let this leak out either because you've got your franchise in between the pipes. Do you really want him thinking you're shopping him? Like, so I don't think, I think it's bullshit, quite honestly. And second of all, this trade would not make sense for the St. Louis Blues. And I know people be like, oh my God, it's Carey Price. I don't care. He's $10.5 million next year with the no-trade clause for, what, eight years? What the hell you want to be married to a goalie for eight years? The only guy, the only guy that consistently has been in the top goaltenders his entire career is Lundqvist in New York for the Rangers. He's the only guy. If you look at the stats for the last, like, decade, 
he has been a guy that's been relied upon heavily. Now he hasn't always been number one in the league, you know, but you look at for steady goalie, he's the only guy that's never hit a fucking speed bump or turned himself into Swiss cheese. So can you imagine putting all this into Carey Price? It's not really what the Blues need. Here. They need some scoring. They need more punch out there. Fuck, they give up one or two goals a game, but they can't score three. How, how do you explain Darren Kimball from the Blues NHL podcast going on a Montreal Canadiens podcast at just the precise uh, time that these rumors are going I didn't on? Hear th- I didn't hear that one. I'm on telling there, you, there's 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 but, something but here. Let's let's go <laughs> let's go on though here. But and I'm not. I understand Jamie where he's going with this, but I'm not going to go totally on his side because. The guy in Montreal, the GM, right? He's he's probably on about the hottest seat in the, in the hockey in the GM yeah, the business. Kimmy bringing those no, guys in doesn't hold help on. him. Just, just hold on though. So he, but I'm just saying he's on a hot seat. And as I was talking to this guy, with, uh, for, he's from Halifax, but and he was he's a he's a Montreal Canadian fan. He's throwing all that. And I just said to him, I said, "You got to." I said, "Here's the curiosity question I got with you though." Bergman's out there. He's on a hot seat. Are the Montreal? They're a historic franchise they've done things differently they still got those guys lurking up in the press box that are pretty well running this damn show from the you know they still got their two cents in there i'll guarantee you they do and he's out there and he'll make any trade he can right now he, he's trying to do something there's there's shit going on with, with you got price making that money why wouldn't you want to get rid of that that's his side i'm not talking from the blue side i'm talking from the montreal side so i was going with like with jamie saying what, what we can do we're not you wouldn't sell the farm to get this guy and it's plus Carey Price is going to have a hard time coming here making $10 million with this ownership. That's And I'm not saying the ownership's against it. I'm just saying the money's not as flowing as it is in Montreal here. It's one player. Yeah. So it's I, I'm going to go there, but I'll, I'll go with the... I'll go with the Carey Price maybe leaving town, try, well, trying to get him out of town. I'm not going to stop there. Right, I'm not arguing with that, okay? Yeah. That what Mark Bergevin does yeah. in Montreal, Carey Price is up to him. He's got to try and save his ass right However, now. He's in trouble. even if you look at their lineup, right? If you, if you look at that trade, even from the Montreal Canadian side of things... Getting back Robert Thomas, what, Jake Allen, and a first-round pick? I'm yep. sorry, you're not getting back value. No. Like, if you're getting rid of Carey Price, you should be targeting, like, uh, Jaden Schwartz yep. or Pareko. Like, these are guys that you would look at. But Carey, Carey Price, Rivers, and if he, it, he's not, it's, the fit's not here in St. Louis, I don't believe. There's a fit for him somewhere, though. and a, a, Somewhere that's established. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even coming to St. Louis, like, we don't need that. I'm no. sorry. Even Jake's had his struggles, and I know we'll talk about Carter Hutton and Jake. Yeah. Uh, but those guys have closed the door. The, giving up goals has not been the St. Louis Blues problem. If, if, if there's a team, and, and, a, and this, this sounds crazy for me to say this right now, because the Blues are close, but Carey Price doesn't get them to over the hill. No, I don't but think But Carey any- Price is going to get a team that is close. He could get them over the hill because he can win you a series. Carey Price could. He could win you a series. I do believe that, just like well, yeah, Jake Allen did last Jake year. Jake Allen did last year. Yeah, but so I'm, but I'm just saying. I know, but I don't the believe, conversation I don't believe it's isn't here. here about Carey it's, Price. No, it's like, not we're here. talking about the Blues. Yeah, okay. Not, yeah, that deal doesn't happen. That's right. I'm sorry. I don't think it does either. It doesn't happen. No. I don't even think there's any truth to it. I no. think there's people just spitballing. But that wasn't the deal that I had heard either. Carey Price, when I got off with this guy, Carey Price's name doesn't even come out of the conversation. So I don't even know what. Well, yeah, you know. And you look at the who are spreading the rumors there. Yeah. They're these low-grade, you know, friggin', you know, bottom-of-the-pile yeah. reporters that are trying to stir up shit. And you know what? Hit or miss, right? Yeah. If they get something on Carey Price in the future, they look like, holy shit, this guy's in the know. Yeah. If he doesn't, who cares? He's still in the same spot. So yeah. I think it's a, it would be a dumb move by the Blues. They don't need a goaltender. 
No matter what anybody says, you look at their goals against, and they don't need a goalie. They need some help up front. They need more punch so that these one-goal games, they start winning instead of you know ending up in a tie or losing in overtime or losing the one-goal game. That's what they need. Well, uh, so the question is, and again, this isn't a Montreal Canadian show, but you've piqued the interest now of the listener. So if a guy makes $10.5 million a year, that is a huge number for anybody. Can you imagine right? putting how, that how on do the you, salary How do you move cap? him? Yeah, how do you move well, him? Well, you can't. I mean, oh, you someone, can't. Someone, someone, not with blues. If he wants, you're talking about pray. Someone will bite his ass. But ten and a half million. Yeah, yeah, they got it out there. The problem with there's teams that got that shit. The problem with it is it's not baseball, right? No. Where you can eat the tax and you pay an extra fine for being over the cap. Sure. You know, you just can't go over. You can't go over here at all. So the problem I have with it is, and we'll get back to the Blues here because that's our focus. They don't have room on their salary cap to stay competitive. If you have one player eating up ten and a half million dollars. Now, Jamie, you probably know this answer. Darren, you may as well. I don't know, but is there a possibility? I and again I, I hear this, but I don't know the, the rules. Isn't there some sort of way Montreal, if you gave them something, could eat some money? Is that a realistic They can. Yeah, you're allowed to eat money, but like half? Would, I mean well, you can eat up to half. Well, why right? would they do that? Well, I don't know. Then I'm that's just not that. getting value for the the you know arguably the best goalie in the game today that's not getting value if you're trading Carey Price you're trading him and his entire contract you don't want to eat money back that's a, that's right. counterproductive okay. to what they're trying to do in my opinion because they're going to have to bring yeah. in but another goalie yeah. at that point because now you got to replace Carey Price you got to pay that other goalie probably three four million for a number one goalie right now you're eating four or five million now you're up to ten million again. Right. Okay. So let's so let's get the carry price. Get that shit out of the way. Okay. <laughs> now I don't know where where Ribs wants to run with this, but let's get let's get onto the Hutton thing because I think there is there is shit brewing here. So it's, it's brewing in our hometown. I believe there is. There's and, no problem. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go where I want to go. But do you want do you want are you going anywhere with this or? Let's go. Uh, keep her going. You tell me where this is a hot stove topic. Keep yeah, going. because that is another question so our, from a yeah, listener. Our, is our guest from two weeks ago, Alec, when he was yeah. in here, he was he fired off a thing on there and he was talking about Carter Hutton. We're gonna sign him and get this money on the table and that. I'll tell you right now, this is my belief. Okay. And, uh, Jamie can be as close to these guys. I'm just telling you, as a, as a person that played in the game a long time, they're not going to pay two number one goalies in this town. No. They don't have the money to do it. Nope. they got to put their money elsewhere. So if you got Jake Allen, and I know everyone's throwing the damn, through the poor bugger down the road here already, and I, and I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. Carter Hutton is saving the, saving the Blues right now. He's come back. He's played well. And, I, and hats off to the guy. Hats off to him. Uh, he's got a long way to go here yet. We're, you know, he's he's only done this for two weeks. He, he's played well for two exactly. weeks, exactly. And and I'm happy for him. And and then the Blues fans should be happy, but they got to slow their motor down here because I don't. First of all, I don't care if they go and give Carter Hutton four or five. I don't give a shit what they do with him. Good, but you got to do something with the other guy because the other guy ain't staying here too, making that money as their backup here. I, I'll promise you that. Listen, that guy Carter Hutton is doing exactly what he's paid to do. B. Yep. The backup goalie for either when your number one guy needs rest or things maybe aren't going exactly the way you want him to go. That's his job yep. to step in there. He's played a handful of games. Let's be honest here. He hasn't carried the mail. He hasn't won a playoff play, series. Played, played well. He's played, played great. Done I, his job. Here, I want people yeah. to understand something. I am not dogging on Carter Hutton. I love the guy. I think he is a consummate professional. I think he's a great team guy. I think he's a hell of a goaltender. I think he's doing his job. That's it. No more, no less. So the argument here, there is no argument. Jake Allen will come back into the fold. 
He will play good, and we know for a fact he has the ability to win a playoff series for the Blues. Mm-hmm. So to me, there's no argument. Resigning Hutton, yeah. uh, you know what? Now that he's played so well, might be worth something too. I don't, you know, it's, good. it's, it's good tough. For, it's right? good for him. It's good for him. Problem is, I don't see goalies coming up the ranks for the Blues. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody playing so lights out that they're like, "Oh shit, this is the future," right? But I don't. I don't think like Carter Hutton, what he's doing, and and hopefully he continues on ribs, and hopefully I, I don't care if he plays out this rest. Good for him. But it's it's still. It, it's it's all it's, it's helping Carter Hutton right now. And, That's right. And I think and I think and it's good for him. But Blues fans and I get into the Blues fans part right now where they they want to win so goddamn bad. And and I and I believe that they're as close just like any fan out here. I'll sit on the outside and I say they're they're close. They're close to being in that top 10, 15 teams. Do they got to make a move? Yes, they, they do. Gotta make they got to make a move. They got to make a so, move. So, but Carter Hutton, I could play his ass out for the rest of the year. Said Jake, sit there and hopefully Jake comes back, which I, he's shown he will. He's had, you know, he's had a little bit of bumps before, but he's come back from it. So he knows how to get there. So you run with Carter Hutton, and then maybe Carter Hutton runs off into the sunset somewhere. Then that's fine. The Blues haven't lost anything. Which by doing he will. That. Yeah. Because uh, let's be honest, he's going to command two and a half million probably. I don't think more than that on the open market just because he is a backup goalie. Now, is he a great 1B for mm-hmm. a team like maybe the Oilers? Yep. You know, like maybe gives Cam Talbot some relief. You bring in Carter Hutton. Now, that's a team that could use him. Yep. You know what I mean? Because Talbot, what, 70 freaking starts last year. You can see this year yep. how it's affected him. So, in my opinion, the Blues don't need to be worrying about their goaltending position no, that's right at now. Least Between the, the two guys, they're doing a hell of a job. Yep. So, their defense, in my opinion, the defense is fine, too. Unless you can land somebody extraordinary here, you know, like a, a Shea Weber or something like that. Like, and I know in his money, I'm just throwing his name out there, but those guys don't fall off trees. But so, I, but and, and I was when the guy I was talking to Montreal, Edmonton's name, it, it comes up, and and it has the right to come up because he's, he's going to be going into contract. Uh, and it has that you know right. what? He's worked his way into a top three defenseman. Yeah, and and his name's getting out there. The numbers. I wouldn't are trade him. I, I'm not saying you trade, but I'm just saying if you're if you're looking to, for a fix this year. Yeah, but uh, I don't think getting rid of the there. D is the is the way to go for the Blues. I I don't think so. Not unless you can bring back something. If you're looking for some, yeah, if you're looking for a top six forward though, Ribs, you're, you're throwing something on the table. You're not getting it for free. And I tell you yeah, what, but here's the thing. Kim, I like Edmonton. The Blues have this is what the Blues have an abundance of. They have an abundance of really good prospects. Yep. They have draft picks, and they have a couple of roster players to offer. Mm-hmm. So when you put together a, a deal, you have you have uh, Costin. You have Robert Thomas. Yeah. You have Carew. You have Tage Thompson. And I know, I'm not saying I want to trade him. You have him. Yeah. And you've got the Payarvis, the Yashkins of the world that can, you know, they can go. You still have Sanford that if you really want to look to move a guy to bring in a top six forward who's proven. And then you have first round picks. You have second round picks. They've done a great yeah. job. This, to me, is their year to do it because they have all these assets that they can move. That a team that's struggling, like the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. they would probably cut ties with a couple of players to get some, <clears throat> excuse me, to get some prospects to build that team back up. Yeah. So, and my, I, but there's some. I think there's something in Montreal that you could probably. No, possibly, I don't want anything from there. No, I, I don't uh, want Pacioretty. That guy's a no. Fraud. I don't want him. I don't want him. He's a fraud. Okay. Who else do you want from but, Montreal? Uh, who's the little Who's the little uh, winger that runs around and Gallagher? I, I don't oh, mind him. I, I, I don't mind him. I don't no, mind him. He makes too much money for I what he does. I don't mind him. So I that, don't mind him. There's the spunk that you're looking for, then though. Then bring in Andrew Shaw. 
Well, yeah, him. Well, I'll take him with a like. Bring them but both. But then in. you still haven't done shit though, Kimby, because you end up with a third, fourth line player. Yeah, but you're 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 going ribs where you're going, and you don't want to get rid of the defenseman. And I'll go with you on that one. But if I, I'm, I'm getting tired of people throwing the Thomas name out because that kid can't go anywhere. I don't give a shit. I think he's your future. I know he is. I think he's your future but centerman that's going to run this, this team. This is a year that because of the way it's wide open right now. There's no team that's so dominant in the West. Okay, yep. like Vegas right now is like the dominant team. Let's be honest. They've had a great year, and they're a great Hollywood-scripted season for them. However, I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. No, they, I don't think so. Either. Okay? So Na- Nashville. Nashville's going to Nashville, but look at what they're doing. Yeah. Look what they've done. They've added tourists. They added Johansson. Yeah. They've just keep adding people to their lineup. That's what I mean. How are you going to – but so it's not – I think they're – I think Nashville and I think L.A. sort of separate themselves from everyone else. In the, and I, that's just Shaw me. makes $4.5 too, by the way. Yeah. I'm, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find somebody to bring it. That's what I I believe that the whole time that you're missing that there. That's what I'm you're missing something to I ju- don't disagree, to fire this shit up. But when Jaden Schwartz goes out and we go on such a skid or an up and down, up and down roller coaster, it tells what, me flat out we need somebody. But what is so so okay, so Jaden Schwartz, you, you go to Jay Schwartz, but so the, all Schwartz gonna do is he's gonna come back and that allows Army to f- play ball here for another two weeks because he can sit on his damn thing and say, "Let's see what happens." I agree, and, and everyone's can say, "Yeah, I agree with that." Let's go into that there, and I and I got nothing wrong with it. So Schwartz gonna buy you time to make the deal, but you, you're not gonna you you need something to get into the top six on this team if you're gonna go there. I agree, and Edmondson is the guy that I throw uh, out there on the table. I wouldn't do it. I would. You talk about the grit and the character and all the shit that you love, and I want. And you're going to get rid of that. And I want more of it from. And him. you're going to get rid of it. I want my. I like the numbers offensively that he's putting oh up, but God. I want more of it. Kimby, he's I one do. of the only guys back there that plays like that. <laughs> I, I need more of it though. I understand, but fuck. Then what are you going to? What are you going to replace him with? Oh, you got you got shit. That's what you're trading, right? We got to find out what we got in the block. Oh no, I, I disagree. That's what I do. I disagree. So let me ask you. I, so I disagree. To, <laughs> I don't. I do. To, to close out the Jake Allen part. Oh, Crohn's is still here. Yeah, the questions. The, well, the question has been asked with Ottawa being a game that after what had happened that you would have thought would have been a game to get Jake back in and them not playing him. Do you guys think he's on the block? No. Um, I don't think so. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think he's on the block. I can see, I can, but I, the problem can be is then you got to ride Hutton the whole way. Yeah, but he's unproven. Hold on here. I, I, I like. They have nothing in the mind. I'm, I'm a fan of Allen. I'm a fan of Allen. I'm just saying, is he on the block to do? They have to do something. Someone has to leave the vicinity in order to bring someone into the vicinity. I agree. And I don't. If I'm gonna, if I'm getting rid of any of this young guys, the 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 guy from the kid from Russia, that's the kid that goes before anybody. Costin and Carew for me are the first ones front of the yeah. line. I Thomas think, kid, no. And, I've watched Carew. The Thompson play. kid, you can't get rid of that. I like Carew. I've watched him play, but he is going to have. I believe it's going to be the transition to the NHL is going to be more difficult for him than Thomas. Yeah, That's my opinion. I watch him. I see almost like a, I don't want to say tie ratty situation. Possibly. Possibly though. Okay. So if we're going to deal one of these guys, I, I think, and you know, this kid could sort of shove it in my face a year from but, now, but. But if we're talking about Alan, so let, let's just get to the, let's, let's be on it. And I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan. He went through shit last year, got to that point, he got himself out of it. We're back at the same page now. Hopefully he comes out on yeah. the other side of it and he goes in there. So we got a we got a we got fans in St. Louis that are longing 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 for fucking victories to get to the Stanley Cup finals. I got a goaltender here now that sort of has gone on hiatus two years in a row and he's my number one goalie. Two years in a row he's gone on hi- hiatus. 
So I'm sitting there as I'm as I'm just I'm, playing, I'm sitting as a fan too. I, no, I notice no. what's going on. You know how long does this play out? I understand, but here's here's the counter argument to that. Counter argument is if you trade Jake Allen, I don't care what you bring back in. Let's just let's focus on the void now, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Who do you replace him with? You're not trading for another goalie. No. Not worth the shed, anyways. Yep. And you don't have anything in the minors that can come up. And let's say Hutton, all of a sudden the, the well runs dry because he's not used to carrying the yep. mail like this. Now what? Yeah. Now what? I no, I, I I go with you, but but no, but I'm just saying now what? But so, he asked he asked if Allen was on the. I said yeah, but that's if, why if I, I don't think he's on the. If block. I'm sitting as Armstrong though, my cart nah. he, he, he's there. I'll, I'll put him no. out there. I'll I don't think he's there. on the. Block. Is anybody untouchable on this team? Uh, I think Perrieko's well, Ter- untouchable. Tarasenko. I don't go with that one either. What? He's not untouchable. He's got a no trade clause. Oh, well, then he's, he's untouchable. fucking untouchable. Then he's untouchable. <laughs> Sorry, he is. Yeah, like, but I, but those no trade clauses, I can fix that for you pretty quick too. Well, especially <laughs> him being Russian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, sit in the, we'll sit in the stands for a while, and we'll want to get the hell out of no, the No, I understand. But what I'm saying so is, I think from a fan perspective, from an organization, from everything that surrounds this team right now in the moment, I think Tarasenko is untouchable. I think that it would take one hell of a trade, one heck of an opportunity to trade Petrangelo, and I think Colton Pareko is untouchable. Yep. So those are the three that right now I and, feel are untouchable. And I and I think Thomas is untouchable to me. To uh, me. To me, he is. I get what you're saying. I, I think I he's, get the, it, but I think he's you know your future what? number one center down the road. But, you know, the, I've said it before. The P word scares me. Mm-hmm. Potential. Yep. And because you don't know. Yep. How many guys did you play with growing up Junior, the minors, NHL, that were potentially great. But how long? But, but how, never panned out. So the, the young guys are coming. So how long do you sit with this crew like this? All of a sudden, you know, you, when you get up in, up in Canada there and you start breathing that fresh air in again and you get your brain working in the right way, <laughs> you know, thing, things start happening. But and I, I'm up there in Steen. Oh, everyone's salivating over. Now, nah, get out of here. Just get out of here. I'm, I'm not there. And and the, the other kid scores a goal the other night, the game winner. Um. Oh, give me his name. The uh, Saboka scores a goal. Oh God! I, I got all of a sudden. Now this guy's back. Go, go fly a kite. Listen, Get, I don't have a problem please. moving those guys. I don't think they're going to bring no, back anything. But that's got, the thing. But something's got to. Something's got to get gotta this shit going. Something's got to get this shit moving in the right direction right now, Ribs. And I, I, I see the same. It's, it's like I go to my my kids' practice. I see the same shit every day that I'm watching it. Same shit going on. I, I just and I think the fans of St. Louis are they're they're on the on the on the positive side of things. But I think they're sitting there. They're wanting something. They see something's not working. There, there's no excitement in the building. I don't give a damn what, you're t- uh, what anyone tells me. There's, I'm there's, not there's nothing disagreeing going. with you. I guess what I'm, try- what I'm doing here is I'm producing the counter argument, right? And yeah. not just to pick a fight with you here today. Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm trying to put on my GM's hat and be like more of the black and white rather than the emotion of it, right? Yeah. So I agree with you. They need something. Now, Steen and these guys, as much as I love Steener, um, you know, they're not going to bring the return that you need back not for right what now. you're what you're looking for. So, in my opinion, you're going to have to deal from a position of power, and your position of power is prospects and draft picks. Yeah, and that's the only way they're going to bring back something. Well, worth, worth a shit. Let me give you the. Can I give you the fan like conspiracy theory? Sure. If you want those, and and we'll tie this in with our innovative construction team because this is all about constructing a team that. And Kimby touched on it earlier. The, the fans here want to win so damn bad that we're looking at this. But if you look at it from a like, and I, and again, this would tie com- great with our friends Randy, Stephanie Green, innovative construction, second generation craftsmen. So, you know, maybe that's what we need here is a second generation craftsman to build this thing up, but. 
So if you look at this and you kind of tie all this in, and this is, again, this is the fan conspiracy theory I'm going to give you. I think the, the, the listener that sent in the text saying, if, if, if Jake's really not on the trade block, then why in the hell, after what had happened against Arizona, wouldn't you have played him against Ottawa? Okay. Well, you so got a on. hot hand, though. Okay, so let me finish. All so, right. So let's say, you guys brought it up. All right. So let's say, maybe Doug Armstrong's going, you know what? Let's find out what we have in Carter Hutton. He's going to play. We're going to find out if we can trade him. And it also ties in with who's coming back this week, it looks like. Jaden Schwartz. Let's see what our Be team looks tonight. like. Let's see. Oh, is that breaking? Because it's not official. Might is be that, breaking. Is that like how like Twitter alert sometimes? We haven't had a Twitter alert from you in a while. This There's a, a Twitter one. alert for you. Okay. All right. So maybe we need to get this episode out right away and send out a teaser. Um. So, okay. So Schwartz comes back. You get your guy back to where, you know, you – you can go back and, and label it as when all the problems started. So Schwartz is back. You see if you can play Hutton, right? And you can ride him. Well, you see how your team looks with Schwartz in the lineup? Maybe to Kimby's point, if Jake Allen's – and, again, I'm just just spitballing here because, again, I agree with this guy. Unless he's hurt. When I went, when I was sitting up in Canada and we are you know, because we, we had my kids up there playing hockey and – and we were, I'm watching what the Blues are doing. We're getting them on, and they're telling me what's going on in the goaltend. And I, I was shocked. I really was. I thought, I thought when uh, they they lose to Arizona like they did, um, I think Hutton's well. Hutton starts. He gets yanked. So I'm thinking, okay, Allen, but he gets a couple goals scored on. So Yo comes out, skates the shit out of him, blames it on the team. So he he sort of lets the goalies off the hook. But I thought, okay, so now now Jake does come back here. This is where he comes back because he's got an opportunity. Hutton, Hutton's been playing good, but. Why the, the, it, it was it was curious to me too what he did because I thought no, this was an listen, opportunity for him to go there. Guys, at the end of the day, the industry is what a results-driven industry. And right now, look, nobody's disagreeing that Carter Hutton has been playing great. Yep. If I'm Mike Yo, and we're in a battle, and the wild card teams are literally nipping at our ass in the standings, I'm going to come back with the guy who's been playing well. You know, get, until we have a bit of a cushion a breather to get Jake back in there to make sure that everything's going to I know and it sounds crazy. You're your number one goalie. But if I'm a coach and my livelihood and my family gets food because we win hockey games, you have to make coaches' decisions. And it's not always about being... That wouldn't have been far-stretched, though, Ribs, if they would have no, come No, against Jake, Ottawa though. especially. I agree. Okay, I agree. But, you know, I just think that... Shit, they need wins right now. Because how do you so yeah, as good as Hutton was playing, but he he laid in, he laid an egg, which the coach sort of covered for him and says it was his team's fault. And and okay, I've been in those situations. I get, the team lays an egg. I'd say one of those but, goals was pretty rough, pretty but, pretty soft. But yeah. you go, but I'm just saying though. So yeah, you know, as you say, your job's on the line. Number one, sitting there that has struggled. Hutton's just showing me we don't know what he's got. We don't know what he comes off of laying an egg. We don't know what's going to happen there. And obviously it worked out for him. Yeah. So things went in the right. But there was a there was a possibility to go in a different well, direction there. And to Jamie, Jamie, I personally think as a coach, though, Jake Allen's going to come back against a hefty opponent. Yeah. Because you're going to say, this is a game where we need you. The team is going to be playing hard. This like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of the fluff game where you 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 might have it, your team go out and kind of play a little loosey-goosey. I put him in against a really good team because I would assume that my team is going to be buttoned down, ready to go. So on my conspiracy theory, the last point of it was this. If you're not going to play Allen, it was almost like they were like, 
Let's put Carter back in and see how he responds to his last game and if he can come out and play it. Well, for sure. You know, so, yeah, I, yeah. I, again, I just – How does he react to being pulled and, and you know, not being Can he blamed, handle it, but, yeah. so but to speak? If you know anything we, about hockey, though, that you have to go in that direction. So it's not yeah. it's not really a, the conspiracy theory, whatever you want to call it, but any normal person that's been in hockey, okay, what are they doing? But so now the, the balls are floating in the air again, so what do you – you know, what's Yoga going to pull? Where's he going to go? They do it in a lot of sports. Like the closer, if he gets, yeah. like if a young closer gets knocked around, at night, they'll bring him right back the next night and get say, back on the horse. Yeah, so to speak. So, hey, just in, okay, just Uh-oh. my sources. Uh oh. Uh, Schwartzy will not be going tonight. And it looks like PRV is going to be going on waivers. So, that's what it looks Wait like. Schwartzy is or isn't going? It will not be going tonight. Uh, Payarvi is going to be put on waivers, so that means they're going to activate Schwartzy. So, whatever. I'm just telling you right wait now. Am I can, wait a minute. So they're going to activate Schwartz, not play him, and put Payarvi on waivers? Correct. Yeah, they'll because with, they'll, they'll let the seven. roster spot gets eaten up. They'll go with his 11, or 11 forwards and 7 defensemen again. Yeah. You can shake your head all you want. I'm just telling you what I just was told. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, Although, I, really... are you really surprised that Payar? I mean, no. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry that guy. I, look, I like Payarvi. I think he's a hell of a guy. And another guy, I'd go for beers with him any day of the week. Nice guy. Um, however, all that speed has never translated into anything productive in the National Hockey League. He had a spurt at the end of last season in the playoffs, and that and earned in him the a playoffs. Spot. But at the end of the day, he's done nothing. Um, I don't think he would disagree if he was sitting in this room. I'd tell him the same thing. You just haven't put up any numbers or done. You're you're just Without sounding too harsh, just not relevant in the game. Like too many times he take you know you can never remember his shifts. Sometimes you go, did he even play? And he may have had ten minutes or eleven minutes of ice time. And if yeah. you don't notice a guy, like come on guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's not the only one. There's a couple other guys oh, yeah. here that um, yeah. some somebody had asked, very surprised, what's going on with Upshaw? Like nothing. Just he's a fourth liner. And when you have guys that you want to try and get in or your last ditch effort, or you're showcasing somebody, you're trying to put together a package for a trade, <laughs> then there's guys that get put on the shelf. And I think Scotty Upshaw is not going anywhere, obviously. I don't think anybody would. He was a free agent and never got signed. So that tells me that nobody's fishing for him. Um, you know, I think he's a great player. The guys love him. He works his balls off. So, you know, he's back in the lineup. And whoever they were trying to showcase or put in a position or maybe a last-ditch effort, to show they could do something, no, you know, I think it's done now. Um, you know, trying to look at this whole thing again, the conspiracy theories or whatever, to to um, to look at this whole thing. I, at the end of the day, the, there was also something that came out that said, and I don't remember who the guy was, but he was a, I guess from what I see, supposed rep- reputable guy. He didn't name any names or anything, but he said. There is no doubt the Blues walk away from this trade deadline with a top six forward as active as they are. Did you see? I don't know who that was. I don't know if you saw it, Jamie. But do you feel the same way? They're going to get a guy? They are absolutely full throttle towards wanting to get Hoffman from Ottawa, which would be incredible. That guy has speed. He has a shot. He added dimension to the power play that they don't have right now. Um, You know, now it's just what they're willing to part with. And Ottawa has, I can tell you for a fact – Twitter alert. Uh-oh. Uh, Ottawa, Man, you're full of them today. Ottawa has gone above and beyond and done research and gotten information and all this from the medical files for Robbie Fabry. I'm not saying he gets traded, okay? I'm not saying Robbie Fabry goes to Ottawa, but they've done their due diligence to see how bad this injury is, how his surgery is going. They've gotten all of the medical notes 
just tells me that, you know, it may happen. Well, and I guess if you're another team and you're looking at Fabry, and we've talked. Now, here's the thing. Kimby, do you make a trade involving Fabry going the other way for Hoffman? Yeah, because of the unknown. No, well, that's it. Yeah, I think. So it's what does Ottawa get though? They get a guy that has all this oh, there's skill. More, there's that, more to that. That he's just the, the well. My but my point is, what do oh, you? It's get? a package. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. just part of it. But but do they treat him like that prospect because they say here's a guy with NHL level skill, and 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 I'm sorry, but isn't Fabry going to be like? Isn't his contract up? So he's going to be trying to play and earn money off not basically playing for two years. So you his trade for Robbie Fabry, you're essentially getting a roster player slash prospect. At because, a low cost of salary. Yeah, because he's not going to be able to hit a home run for a contract because he hasn't played. But it also helps the Blues eliminate some process, too, while they're going through. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I make that trade all day, every day. Now, let, let me ask you this from, from a different sport look of the way sometimes trades work versus always about skill. Would you trade? I mean, there's a couple guys that wouldn't. I mean, again, and I'm I'm just the fan here. Wouldn't you trade a couple of these guys just to get rid of the contracts? Yeah, but the problem is, Chromes, here's the deal. This is not the old NHL. Who are you going to get to take these guys? Well, no, no, no. He had mentioned that everybody's all giddy about Steen. No, and all not this like that. No, no, no. no, no. no. He, I understand I what he was fans, saying. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Here's the deal. You're not going to get rid of Steener's contract. Not right now. And I love Steener. I don't know how many times I can say that. I love him, and I love the intangibles he brings, but his numbers don't reflect right now what his contract is so who is going to trade for that yep. and he's aging okay and so look at some of these guys yeah the old nhl you would f trade these guys role players this that and the other but um you're not going to get rid of that right now um defensively what about Bo Meester? Is it? I mean, is he I, run his course at, here? Or what no, I like I like Bo Meester. I think he adds an element. And you know what? His ice time has been I don't want to say diminished, but they've gotten him down to manageable numbers. They probably have him, you know, in a situation where they view him as a third pair defenseman, and he can play up in the lineup if you need him to. That's where I am with Jay Bo Meester and his contract. You're not going to get rid of it. So. At the end of the day, uh, I think he's serviceable. I like him in manageable minutes, and he's another veteran on the roster. So, in my opinion, you need goaltending, and you need that solid decor, and he's a guy that doesn't hurt you. He doesn't. If he's managed the minutes properly, he doesn't hurt you. No, I, I just ask him because, again, you got to give to get, and, to, and I think you've made it abundantly clear here that in your expert opinion, and we will say expert, right? Can't we? we can call no. him an expert, can't we? Sometimes it's 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 prospects and draft picks that you think is what we offer the most yeah. to somebody. But you know what? Though I tell you what. So you're gonna the, the Blues fans are gonna live with Gunnarsson, Berglund, uh, <laughs> Bo Meester. These guys they'll live with one more year to this year. Well, they have so, to. something. Yeah, but something something's got to go eventually. So that's another that's another project coming down after the season's over. So Armstrong's gonna earn his money there, eh? I, I hope. <laughs> Well, you know, but here's the thing. The, the Blues have got themselves, and I'll say this, they've got themselves in a good position because to for us to toss around names that they have as prospects that they can trade, right, to try and bring something in, that means that the future looks bright. So Doug Armstrong is in the thick of things with his team right now, and the future looks bright. I mean, that's a win-win. So in my opinion, uh, you know, that puts them in a good spot. Now, breaking. Uh-oh. Breaking. Just Breaking. got new news coming in here. 
trying to uh, work for Schwartz? I was going to say, this guy, yeah. No, this is breaking. Looks like Schwartz is in. <laughs> oh. So he was in. Well, his so, jersey changed in the skate. He, he's skating with Shen and Steen on a line, which would tell me he's in. Okay. So... You're I know I'm all over the map. I was going to say, we've uh, had three Twitter alerts in yeah, 10 this, minutes. This that's, one here is pretty reputable, that's though. Not where he, that's not where he's playing, though, when the the, uh, the big boy was uh, He's playing with Tarasenko and Shen, but he's looks like he's going to play with yeah. Steen and Shen. I wonder why he's doing that. So, hmm. It's all very interesting. So there, we may want to get this show well, out before the game because uh, that we're gonna looks get like it out it's, right away. That looks like it's done. Well, let's um, let's then let's go move on to our innovative electric segment because if somebody's electric, it's going to be short. Well, he's I mean, going to give a jolt it. to yeah, the lineup. A little jolt to the lineup. <laughs> Randy, Randy, Randy likes a good jolt. Randy Green from Innovative Electric. Absolutely. So. Um, you know, again, I, I, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. The guy's an electric player. It adds an element that we've been missing. So, one of the questions. I mean, they've, the Blues have already answered one of the questions, and that's who's out if Schwartz is in. And I think if we figured that one out real quick, Harvey's out, all right, out yeah. of his apartment. Too. Yeah, he's out, out of a job. Wonder if he get picked up somewhere. But poor guy. But you look at um, you look at Schwartz. So, guys, it's rusty. It's a broken ankle. It's not a tear, right? And that, am I correct there? Right? Yeah. So, no. It's so. What do you expect? Do you expect, I expect him to just, be just fine? It's it's easier to have a broken bone in that area than. It is to have the high ankle sprain and all that. That's harder to recover. The broken bone, as long as he's able, if everything else is healthy around it, he'll just come back. Like maybe his timing might be off a little. But apart from that, I think he'll be just fine. Let me throw this into your wheel. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Man, he looks like he's been thinking over there. Mr. fucking Dan, rather. Look at this guy. Fucking grumpy old man. Walter Matthau over there. Think, think about this, though. So I got a guy, the, all of a sudden my whole team's fell apart on when Swartz has gone out. My, my leading scorer can't fucking score anymore. So all of a sudden, what's going on this weekend? What do you mean? What's what's going on in the NHL this weekend? All-star break. So why 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 am I in a hurry to put Swartz back in lineup for Look, one game? I don't game know, but he's thing? in. Why is he not waiting? To, why are we not waiting till that process plays out? Well, Give him five more days. What what better way? Get him back in and see how he does, and see for go one from game, there for one game. Well, uh, one game. Kimby, I'm telling you, I don't like. I don't wow. get paid. No, I, I, no, I just, it's above my I, pay grade. Okay? I just called you Dan rather because you're the reporter. I want to know why. What are they thinking? Don't, why are you call what, me names? What anyways? are they thinking? Well, I don't get it. Well, they're hey, playing the Avalanche. We, le- we leave yeah, here, and he wants to hold hands you're in play- public, you're and playing, he's giving me that. You're playing one goddamn game before the All-Star break. Give the guy five more days, another week. What, do you, what does it matter? Hey, listen. He's, if, if this guy's so important to make Tarasenko score goals again, why are you bringing him back for one game before the All-Star break? Look, I don't Give fault it. Days. I don't see any fault in it because you get this guy, and you get rid of some of the dirty laundry around the club, right? You get rid of that. do that, though. And you bring him in, and one, he gets a game under his belt. And then the you, can, but here's the thing: now you can evaluate. Now he's not sandwiched. But hear me out for a second. You weren't hearing me out, so that, I was oh, hearing oh, you out. I heard you out. Now I'm going to tell you my side. No, I'll tell okay? you something back, right back. I know me. you will. Okay, because that's just the way we're going today. However, however, if you put him back in lineup, right, like after the All Star, now he's in. Now you're pot committed to this, right? Like if he's good, if he's bad, if his timing's all shit, you know. This way here, you get him a game. If he looks good, then you he gets a little break after this to keep going, and then he's back full time. If he looks like shit, okay. then he's got time to get better again. As I'm going to tell you one more time, as I said before you <laughs> cut me off, 
This what do you guy, mean cut you off? This guy <laughs> made – Tarasenko obviously can't score without this guy in the lineup. So now this guy's in the lineup. He's going to be – so this is the guy that makes Tarasenko roll. I'll go with that. Why are you bringing him back for one goddamn game when I can rest him for five more? You just gave the answer right Why? there. Why? In your question was Why? the answer. One game. No. One game. I got. I Say got, your question when again. The, when the when the things done, ribs. When the All Star game's done, I got to come back, and this is where the, everything gets laid I on the line. It. But Let's I'm going to throw this guy again. in for one when I got a week's thing. Say your question. He makes again. Tarasenko go. There you go. One game. There you go. One game. You, listen, I'm telling you, that's the answer right yeah, there. Well, I, well I, hey, I, let I, me ask you both this question. Makes no sense. To me. Let me ask you both this question. You both <laughs> played in the league, right? Which one what? Game. How many how many people get to play in the league, right? You guys both played in the league. I mean, hardly anybody gets to play in the league. If you were ready to play, would you want to sit? Uh, no, I, no. Jesus I, Christ, I got sat when I was ready to yeah. play for years. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Would, you, would I play? Of course. But you're talking. You're talking a guy that, that makes this role. Dan Rather moment coming up. Another oh, one. another one. Here we go. Another one coming up. Man, uh, Schwartz is practicing on the power play with Steen, Shen, Tarasenko, and Dunn. So, guess what? It's one, done deal. One game. I, <laughs> hey, one game. I'm just telling you. Fans want to know, right? Wow. He's yep. in. Yep. He's playing because he's electric like our friends. Yeah. That's right. Electric. He's sure electric like Kimby is today. Yeah. Hopefully he's a little the, burly. The power electric, don't glow. Should the electric slide music be hopefully, playing? Hopefully the, the power don't glow today. Oh, on Mr. boy. Sports. Here we go. Yeah, well, if the power does go out, they'll call they'll our have, friends, Randy. Have, Innovate Electric, Innovative Companies. They'll have five days to put it back together, though. Yeah, they will. Kimby's a little prickly today. Yeah, Randy know. and the crew could get it together in five days, I'm sure. I like this well, side of you, Darren. I, you know what, though? You know what gets me going, Riz? I, I hear stupid Turns shit me from on. people all the time. <laughs> that's, not what I'm trying, that's not what I'm trying to do. I was, you know, you know what got me going before I even came in? <laughs> Tell me. So yesterday, one I, game. I was sitting there. Yeah, one game. I was sitting there. <laughs> like deer hunter, one shot. I got a guy that's been around, played hockey. He's been around the game, all this thing. And I heard him make a comment, and he goes, the, and this guy, he was talking about a coach. He goes, and this coach, too, he understands the new game. And I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I said, this guy's played, this guy that he's talking about has been in the National Hockey League, but he understands the new game. Who I, was I, he referencing? I don't know. Ah, and, shit. But the comments there, and I'm going, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why, why are you talking like that? Like, if, if he played in the National Hockey League, and Darren Kimball played there, and Darren Kimball wasn't a, he was a, supposed to be an enforcer. I know the game of hockey. I, I played the game of hockey at junior level and then minors. I, I put numbers up, too. But I knew the game, so I, I know the new game, too. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, but, Kimby, in all fairness I get, I here. That crazy. In though. all fairness, there's guys that the coaches that did not evolve with the game. That's a fact. They, 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 but they knew the game, though. That's, no, that's I'm not saying difference. they didn't, not but evolved, they didn't. But ev- no, I use the word evolve because the game has evolved into something different. It doesn't mean it's better. It doesn't mean it's worse. It just means it's changed. Did they not want to evolve? But but I went through that too, though. Unwilling when sometimes. I, when I was coaching the kids at, about four or five years ago, I went yeah. through this process too, and I wasn't. That's right. But you over. weren't in the NHL, right? No. So you weren't under the microscope yeah, like that. But, and I, I go through <laughs> it too, and I did go through it because... We played in a different time. And I yeah. even put something out on Twitter. Like the one guy there had like 95, 96. They had all these crazy fights. So I'm like, well, that's when I broke in the league. And But the game, we'll say changed. I won't say evolve. I'll say changed. Yep. And when I started coaching, um, you know, the game was a little different. Now, mind you, as coaching, I started with pro before I did with youth hockey. However, the skill component has come into the game like, like a tsunami, and the the game has changed that way. 
And yeah. I know, and I'm not saying that we didn't have skilled guys, you know, but you have to admit the game has changed. And if you don't change some of your coaching habits or the way you approach the game, yep. never mind knowing it. Yep. If you don't change your approach, even your approach with some players, right? If you don't coddle some of these guys, yep. then guess what? All of a sudden you're considered extinct as a coach because, well, he doesn't get the new game. I, but I, I get all that part. And you know what? I was listening to Alex's show on there. They had uh, You're on that show then. I think Night Holly was on there. And I listened to Holly's uh, interview. And it was, it was a really good interview. People, if they want to go look at that, that it was pretty good. They should. It was, it, it was, was a good, good. night. And, and Holly was uh, – Holly, you know, he sort of hit it when they're talking about coaching and all that, and and, and that, that made the man makes total sense on what he said. You know, you gotta you gotta baby this guy. It's a different game. It you gotta is. do this, and it is. I get all that part, but where I was going was to know the game. I, you, if you played any kind of hockey, pro hockey, you know the game. I don't care. No, what No, I understand. Says. But listen, if I'm just to give you one example, right? And this is a guy that we love, John Tortorella. Yep. Okay, he almost made himself extinct. He almost did because he read it like the way he coached and the game he knew had started to go away and he wasn't willing to change. Mm -hmm. Then he gets fired. Now he steps back from it, watches the game. He's an analyst on TV for a little bit, which gives him a little bit of an outsider's view, you know, because now he's got a comment on the game. Then he comes back with Columbus. He doesn't lose his edge, he doesn't change completely. He evolves just a little bit. He changes because the new NHL player is different. Yeah. And look at what he's doing. No, I, I agree right? with that. So yeah. that would be my example of a coach that needs to coach the new game of hockey. Doesn't mean he doesn't yeah. know. It doesn't mean there's a, not a thousand guys who know the game or, like us, played the game and know the game. I think that there's just a different approach, yeah. is the word I'll use, to coaching the new NHL. I just, agree? Well, I, I agree with you, but I'm just telling you the statement. I just didn't like the statement. No, I don't like the and, statement and either. Like okay, it. I understand. But you know where I'm coming yeah, from. for sure I, I do. You, you know, as a as a fan that, you know, obviously has been watching hockey almost his whole life, to me, and, and again, I Gary, Coach Henson, and I have this argument all the time. The one thing that's changed the most to me, like I understand like the traps and the, and the way you play the locks and things like that. And, and, again, those are all adjustment things and those are all coaching things. But the number one thing, that, besides fighting and hockey, which they've tried to eliminate, the goaltending, to me, is the main thing. Boy, and yeah. I say this. And, no, and you're not wrong. Because here's the thing. I, I you know, I, I was on a kick. Like, Miracle on Ice has been on every day because I guess the Olympics are coming up. So I watch it every time it's on. And, I, you know, I say this all the time. You can't tell me. I mean, Jim Craig made 36 saves against the best team in the world wearing catcher's equipment so you can't i always say you can't tell me there's not a god number one i mean that the shit he had on no. compared to what these guys wear and he made well, 36 you do that take a look at what trechak was wearing well yeah so that's kind of my point is that shit. so that's the number one thing that to me like and then what was fun, what made me think of it was when i was you know i'm, I'm one of these guys and when i watch something i like to google it and, and try to find obscure shit about it they had this great picture of jim craig and uh when one of when the russians were coming down on him and i mean all you see is net uh, standing okay. straight up, okay. too. Well, okay, and then <laughs> and then you go Google any goaltender in the league today and, and get a face-on view. You can't see anything. No, look, I agree. And if we're going to go with Miracle on Ice, okay, and look, I think it's a phenomenal story and it is a massive part of U.S. hockey and it's historical and Herb Brooks and it's really fantastic. It is a Hollywood story. Did you guys ever meet Herb? 
Uh, no, I I never met Herb Brooks. Um, Played against him, but I never met him. Yeah. Uh, you did but, play against him, though? Yeah. Intense guy like you saw? But right, yeah. But the whole thing, it is a Hollywood story that was real. Yeah. You know, no embellishment. The shit happened just the way it was. Now, of course, the movie's a little bit, you know. Sure, they dramatized. However, it. it happened for real, and it happened just the way, like, they won the gold medal, and they were super underdogs, so that's all real. If we're going to look at that, and we talk about goaltending, right? right. So Jim Craig, phenomenal yeah. in that tournament. Phenomenal against the Russians. I mean, he put the team on his back, oh, for yeah. sure. Now, if we're going to look at how the position of goalie has evolved, and I'm using that word again, Trechak, Vladislav Trechak, who played for the Russians, he was a butterfly goalie and way ahead of his time. Right. Wouldn't you agree, Kimby? Yeah. Like, he was down with, you know, he was famous for going down on his knees and just kicking the legs out, like, lightning fast, right? right. It was kind of unheard of because got a lot of goalies back then, the Mike Leutes, the, all these guys... They were fantastic. Tony Esposito, they were stand-up goalies. Yep. Stacking the pads. They, or, yeah, if yeah. they went down, it was like the two-pad stack, you know. And then you had a guy, Trechak, who came in, and he worked with your boy, yep. Eddie Belfour. Yep. And look at how unbelievable he was. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the guys who changed the game of hockey, the goalies, you have Eddie Belfour, Patrick Waugh, Marty Brodeur came in on the tail end of that. But they're all guys who started to – developed that butterfly style. Wasn't Pelly Lindbergh before he passed, wasn't he one of the first guys that got I, I big on that? He was more of a stand-up guy. He was more, Pelly was more Pelly of a was. stand-up goalie. Yeah, Pelly was, he, he was, was. He was a smaller goalie, and I think he had to take up more than that being standing up. Yeah. He's going down, it was so much work. Patrick Waugh, for me, was the very first goalie to really come in with the butterfly style. Like, he came in and... He was so amazing right away because he was in that butterfly style, yeah. that new game, you know. And Francois Allaire, who's the goalie coach who had uh, Patrick Waugh, Marty Berdour, um Jaguar, Jaguar, Felix Potvin, you know, all these guys who developed into that. And nowadays, like, it's a standard procedure. Like, you, you come out so far, you go down, you have the gear, and it's it, some of the goalies nowadays, it's not even really goaltending. I just call it blocking the puck. Because they come out and they don't even have to move, and they're so big, and then the equipment you know, is the gear, the way they play, everything. It just it lim- they play percentages. They really do. If you go back and again, I'll bring up Polly when that interview with Ribs and them when they're all on there. Go listen to it though. It's kind of funny because some of the shit that they've done, Holly talks about. You bring the red line back in. You're talking about the concussion part. It slows, I'd bring it back in a heartbeat. Slows it down. You're talking about. Dumping the puck in, letting the goaltenders come out and play the puck again because it helps the defenseman not get run through the glass. So, but just listen to what like, and and he's not, and Holly Holly was a guy for fighting, but he's not talking about none of that. He's he's just talking about little things that because he's he understands where the game's gone, but he's understanding how we can maybe evolve moving the puck, making it faster, helping people out from getting hurt in that. But it's it's a, it's a great interview that the man talks about, and it, you know he's pretty. He comes across. He's got that raspy voice, and you're thinking, you know, Holly's gonna. But he, he's a pretty intelligent man when he talks about the game. You know what? If I was to change a couple of things to the rules to improve the game overall, I'd put the red line back in because it takes away that that long bomb deflected into the other zone yeah. and you don't even have to have skill. Nope. You have to have zero skill to take a slap shot on the ice to your buddy and have him deflect it in and go chase it. Yep. Really, anybody could do that. Mm-hmm. So I put the red line back in. What that's going to do is it's going to increase the ability. You're going to have to use more skill to get to the red line. Now I know the trap will come in and all this bullshit. So, you know, 
it's probably a coin toss on that one. Yeah. However, when it comes to the goalies, I'd take away the trapezoid, and I would make just a rectangle right behind the net, like a foot to each side of it, and right behind the net where the goalies can't go back there. Mm-hmm. So that when you rim the puck in, he's not allowed to jump back and stop it. And you know what? It's not a dangerous play. When, the, when it gets rimmed in, as a former defenseman, that's an easy one because that comes around and then you have equal opportunity to meet somebody there. You're not getting your face run into the, into the glass. Yep. And this way, the goalies now, <clears throat> pardon me, can jump out and play it mm-hmm. outside that rectangle. So if they if they get out and they get ahead of the game and they stop it before it goes into that rectangle, now they can set it for their D. They can skate over to the corner like they used to yep. and set it and, and make a play for their D like – Eddie Balfour did, like Marty Turco, like all these guys, Ronnie Hextall used to do. I think you eliminate right behind the net, and that'll take away the ability for them to stop the puck on a hard rim, which in my opinion is not a dangerous play for the D. No. It's just not. So that's my two cents. Well, we used to talk about, you know, and again, you go on, we'll go on the bench with butter here, you know, uh, tax resolution by TommyBrown.com usually joins us on Monday. He's one of the member of the coaching staff and does a great job with uh, any tax, big stuff happening with taxes. Well, I was going to say this time of year too, got to get on the bench with butter. Holy moly. All that, I mean, he's sending out stuff daily about what's really going on with your taxes. In fact, I might have to call him because. I was going to say, this is your guy here. No, I got a lot going on. As you guys know, I do a lot of work with uh, different radio things in this podcast. And then I do some skill work with the blues and TV work and all, all these different things are coming in. And now with all the new tax things. I might have to call our buddy Butter. SynergyHockeySkills.com. Um, lots going on there, right? Yeah, SynergyHockeySkills.com. Um, exciting stuff. We just uh, we just agreed to a two-year deal with the Merrimack Sharks oh, to boy. do their spring programming, and they've been uh, they've been great. They've been with us since day one, so uh, we're going to get a lot of skill work out there doing uh, their spring programming. Looks like we're doing the AAA Blues spring programming again. Uh, camps are in full force right now as far as sign-ups, so... There's a lot going on. It's uh, exciting times, and we'd be silly not to mention that we have, uh, looks like Chesterfield got the okay to break ground here in, in May for their complex, two-sheet arena, and it looks like if all things go well, and I don't want to jump the gun, and we'll knock <laughs> on wood, it looks like the, the Blues practice facility that has been moved over towards the Hollywood Casino Looks like they might be able to break ground in May as well. So that'll be potentially six sheets of ice. Yep. They're going to come to our area here in the near future. Well, I didn't do any Twitter alerts on Monday, but when you couldn't join us and you had called into a meeting, I mean, I think most people that listen to this show know how involved you are in in, a, in helping the process with youth hockey in St. Louis. And anytime you can't be here, typically, I think most of us assume it's something going on behind the scenes. So that was good to hear about the the, the thing in Maryland Heights. Yeah, we uh, you know always little meetings that go on, and uh, you know the small ones that get a lot of work done don't get publicized. So. <laughs> the real meetings, but yeah. Okay, so while we're on the bench with Butter, then I guess um, you know if you guys are coaching. I mean, we're we're coming into a game tonight. Schwartz is back. My assumption is. The crowd is obviously going to be, you know, we already done our electric segment, but the crowd's going to be electric. If you're on the bench with Butter, I think you're naturally, I, I, I know they're professionals, and I know, but the, the, the team's probably going to be uplifted a little bit here. But how do you go about this thing when you insert him back in? What do you guys see? Is it just a natural look? He's one of your top players. You go right back to the way it was beforehand? 100%. I mean, you have to. 
Why would you not? I think you'd be foolish if, like Kimmy says, one game. If you're going to bring him back for that one game, how would you not? Why would you not play the hell out of him? Yeah. I mean, he's got a break after this. It's I, not like you're going to re-break the ankle. Knock on wood. This game again. This game tonight isn't about. Mr. It's about Mr. Schwartz coming back, but. There's a guy probably playing on the other side right now that's probably the best player in the game playing right now, Mr. McKinnon. He's on fire. Yep. They just come off a loss. They won 10 games in a row. Um, so Petro and the boys back there are going to have to corral this guy cause, and keep yeah. him in check because that, that's going to be the – he's a bigger difference maker right now. You, you know, everyone in St. Louis is for Schwartz coming back. Obviously, I get that. But you want to win this hockey game going into the uh, All-Star break. Uh, but that's, that's the big guy right there. He's on fire, man. And we talked unbelievable. Yeah. And how about their goaltending situation? Exactly him. Yeah, Jonathan Bernier, yeah. who was written off by every team in the league, ten and now he, he wins ten in a yeah. row. And, then, and and you know we talked a little bit about this. I think last year because his game had really kind of evolved, but it continues. I, and again, I you know I don't know that there's any Norris Trophy candidacy up this year, but Eric Johnson's game has really come around. I mean, he's he's turned into a. I'm not going to say he turned into the player that they thought he would be, but he's a pretty good defenseman now. Moves a puck. Yeah, I, I don't you know. know. Look, I mean, I, I, look, he it, Eric Johnson is what he is. Okay, uh, I don't think we can get carried away and and even say the word Norris Trophy <laughs> around him. So let's not get a little bit reckless with that. Uh, but, you know, he logs a lot of minutes, does a lot of, of good things there now, and it's taken him this long to become what I think, you know, he thought he could be in the NHL. And, uh, and I think that he was a, a good pick. Was he the guy to pick that year instead of other players that went in that draft? Probably not, but uh, he's developed into a good player. And right now, look, you can't argue. He's playing really good hockey at this moment, so we gotta, we got to call a spade a spade. This, this is an exciting game because the general manager, Mr. Sackick, I played with him, great guy, I have all the respect in the world, one of the most underrated because he was underrated for a long time and then he won the Stanley Cups and he become everyone found out who Joey was. And, you know, he won the Memorial Cup. The, the guy was phenomenal. Could turn on a dime. Hell of a player. Unbelievable. And he was uh, there, they're basically writing him off, and he was going to ride off into the sunset. And then he makes his big trade, gets rid of the guy that didn't want to play there. Brass balls to yeah. wait like he and did. He fought it out. And yeah. And when Joey, so Joey goes through, they do it now. Now they're they're running in the playoffs right now, and they're and they're they went on a ten game streak. They 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 lost. So this I'll be curious to see what they look like. And he he made one hell of a trade. I don't care what anyone says. It was oh he was he's the winner. Yeah. By sure. far, By hands far. down, the winner. By far on that, and the fact that he waited. And was patient and didn't, you know, didn't crumble under the pressure of yep. it all. Hats I mean, off. I, I ha- yeah, hats off to Joey because I thought for a while I'm like, oh god, this is out there. It's turning into a bit of a disaster. The team's not doing well. Yeah. Like, oh, but look at that. Yeah. You know, I'm happy for him. Yeah, um, me too. Want to touch? Uh, both you guys were gone last weekend um, traveling. You guys do so much of that, especially with the the amateur hockey community here in St. Louis. And again, we we want to thank our friends, the, the Nelson family. So. So big in the amateur hockey community here, and we want everybody to give them an opportunity to, for, for their business. Simply, all they're asking, nelsonlandservices.com. Uh, we say it all the time. A lot of people go down to the Ozarks, down down in Osage Beach, that area. You're going to see their handiwork at some of those beautiful homes down there. And now they've really expanded up here in St. Louis. So if you're looking for you know a total revamp in your yard or just anything you may need, make sure you give them an opportunity. The Nelson, Nelson family, tremendous. nelsonlandservices.com. Um, yeah, absolutely. Man. And mention that uh, you heard about them on uh, our podcast. 
They'll love to know that uh, people are out there listening and giving them a call. And when you tell them you know Jamie or Darren, they'll add 10% to your bill. But other than that, no, yeah, they'll no, tell them you know Jamie. Yeah, no, no issues there. <laughs> they'll add 10% to your bill because when they go out with these guys, I'm sure they have to buy all the time, all the all the all the all the, all we the gotta libations. Keep Mr. Kimball fueled yeah, up over fueled there. up over there when he goes. Um, but you guys, got, I mean, it, it's that time of year for you guys. So you, everybody knows that you guys are involved in, in at the level of hockey where there's a lot of travel involved. But you guys get down to this time of year that's when some of the bigger stuff starts happening with some of these teams from out of town what do you guys got going on it's crazy i mean uh, i think we've got something like seven or eight weekends in a row where our boys are playing and uh we got uh, three big games here in town which we haven't had a lot of home games uh we're playing the chicago fury this weekend uh 10:15 on saturday morning 7:20 on saturday night and 10:15 again on sunday morning so there's three big games for us. Those are the ones that will put us uh, ahead in the standings. And then we've got Tier 1 playoffs that are coming up, AAA playoffs, and then regionals, and then nationals. So, yep. yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's nice for you guys when you get to sleep in your own bed. You guys yeah. spend a lot of weekends. Well, I don't know. I was sleeping in a pretty good bed last week in Vegas. Oh, you weren't sleeping, though. I mean, it's <laughs> a good point. When, when you joined us on that uh, the, the one show there, I think Henson had it right. You're either doing it very wrong or doing it very right. Either way, uh, it was early. The head had not touched the pillow yet at that point. No, <laughs> hey need, guys, to, no need to see hey, the sunshine. Hold in my Vegas. spot here at the craps table. I got to go do my radio show <laughs> for a minute. Which, here. by the way, I got to say, mention, I'd be, you know, remiss to not mention that uh and darren and i know a guy darren banks who is a former tough guy in the national hockey league uh just a great guy he's in charge now he's the the, the number one host at the d casino uh, in las vegas and uh also golden gate casino where Derek stevens a guy from detroit uh, has done a fantastic job of revamping those hotels and he just bought another one that they're going to redo and they're they're bringing downtown back in Vegas, and they did a fantastic job and uh, put us up uh, for a great meal at Andy Amo's Steakhouse, which is one of the best places in Vegas you can eat. And, and Mr. Banksy, Darren Banks, if you're going to Las Vegas and you want to have a good time, you want to have a good night, you want to be taken care of, ask for Darren Banks at the D Casino. Unbelievable guy. I agree. Well, great stuff going on. I mean, how do you see this thing playing out tonight, boys? I mean, this is... You know, I think at the beginning of the year when you saw Colorado on the schedule, you thought rebuilding, but no more. Um, you know, they, they come in here riding, you know, been playing very well, obviously, for about a month, really, realistically. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and then you get uh, you get Schwartz back, which, again, uh, <laughs> it's hard to deny what he means to this team. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Carter Hutton, I don't know, I mean, surprisingly, whatever word you want to use, Carter Hutton's still in the nets. How do you see this going tonight, guys? It, by the way, is, is we did all this uh, groundbreaking stuff here. Is Carter Hutton starting? Oh. I would imagine so. I, I don't know, right? Have, uh, maybe, uh, uh, I, I mean, think. if we want to stay on the air for it's another one, couple of minutes, it's, it's one, one game. I'm going to go right back to the... To the well here. Go to the, the well there and your well of information. So, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, the bat phone over here, you wonder who he's, who he's texting down if you, there. If you look can't at disclose it. it. <laughs> this game will be a tight game, though. It's, uh, the Blues, you know, they they come off, they get the shutout, so they'll try to shut this team down. Colorado's been playing good. It could go either way with them right now. They, just lost, they finally lost their first game, so hopefully they want to probably get back on the wagon again. They've been playing well. I well, like I told you earlier, McKinn, he, the guy's a stud, right? He's playing Fantastic the best. Fantastic player. Been playing, he's... Uh, He's on fire. The goalie's on fire. So uh, the Blues have got to stay focused, even though they got the uh, the, the man coming back. Swartz, he, 
you got hopefully you don't get your brain going in the wrong direction and think he's going to do it all by himself. You know, you got to stay focused and keep playing the same way you did the other night because it was a you know you had a shutout and that's yeah. the way you got to beat these guys. Look, I agree, and uh, in my opinion, this is going to be a playoff style. Should be Should a playoff be. style game because. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're right. They're nip. They're you know, they're they're in the wild card spot right now. They need these points bad. Yep. Um, you know, so at, at this point, like, it's a huge game. Yep. And yeah, they they just broke their ten game streak. So you come down off that cloud a little bit. But now, as a coaching staff and as leadership in that locker room, you're saying, let's get right back on here. Let's get back into this and let's go. And St. Louis. They're going to be looking at it saying, oh, they're all pumped up. They got Schwartz back and you got all this stuff going on. Let's rain on their parade. And you got you got three days off too, you know. So, so you want to going in with a win and, and feeling a lot better about yourself is a, a lot more enjoyable than sitting there going, wondering, well, what are we going to do when we get back? What's the coach going to do here? What's going on? You know, you want to go in. You're you're you want to get some rest, relaxation, and not worrying about the other nonsense going on. Yeah, well, here we go. We stayed Uh-oh. on the air See, long enough, just long enough. And uh, yeah, Carter Hutton's got the start again tonight. Which it's not all that crazy considering because I'm off a shutout, but this is a game where I would have put Jake in personally. I would have put Jake in because it has a playoff feel to it, and I know Hutton's coming off the shutout. But at the end of the day, we got to get Jake back in the net. I agree. So we'll see. Um, I guess before we go, I I know you don't have anything breaking, but um. Would Shit, you he's say, just give you four. No, no, no. I mean, on Frank Trey. <laughs> Holy moly. No, 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 no. You're talking about that shit. No, no, no. Are you on, me? Da- hang on. I, Dan Rather's been no, just going left and right here on you. Trade-wise with names. <laughs> I, I'm going to put you on the spot. You see a top six forward coming this way? Well, look, I, I don't know if there actually will be one coming this way. I know that there will be a huge push to try and bring somebody here. You can't always find a dance partner out there, and sometimes a dance partner you find is doesn't have the players you want. So I, I think that uh, they're going to be pushing big time to get a top six forward. Um, if they get one, we'll see. Don't you think this weekend, so you're going to All-Star, uh, I would assume the GMs are all heading out that way, don't they? Or do they, do they stay away from that? Well, do you know? uh, some of those guys go. Uh, most of them take a break. But the, the big thing is, is they'll all be available to yeah. talk, right? So yeah. they'll be around. Like this is a weekend where things will get brewing pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Well, um, I know that'll be music to to, to Blues fans' ears because for for the faction that would have liked Carey Price, I think you rained on their parade today, and then for the faction that thought it was crazy, you made them feel a whole lot better. So it's probably <laughs> about a 50-50 split right there. But I think that most, especially Blues fans that are in it for the long haul, I, I think they're on board with you guys as, you know, fan conspiracies aside, we need to score. And while I think Schwartzy coming back is definitely going to help that, I think we all were on record here as saying even before that we felt like we needed one more top six forward. So we'll see well, what happens. When all of your eggs are in one basket, which I didn't think it was going to be like that, I thought, well, you know, he, Schwartzy's out, but, yeah. you know, we still have a few guys. To have it unfold the way it did and just proves to me that we're not as deep scoring-wise as we need to be. So um, Schwartzy being injured, actually, it's never a good thing. But I think it added some clarity for Doug Armstrong on what they really, really need to go get. Well, we'll see what happens. Appreciate you guys, as always, taking time out of your busy schedules to come on in here. I want to remind everybody you can learn more about the show at bluesnhlpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show there. Uh, It's absolutely free. Get a notification on your phone. Do your Amazon shopping with us. We'd appreciate it greatly. You simply click the Amazon banner. You're done with us. You do your shopping. doesn't cost you anything. We've got a very small referral that helps us with the production costs. 
Uh, find us on Twitter. Happy to have you guys part of our Twitter experience with the conversations and some of the back and forth. Uh, at STL Blues Podcast and at NHL Show are both of our Twitter accounts. Find us on Facebook. That's our big ass. Simply type in Blues NHL Podcast. Like our Facebook page. Click Invite Your Friends. Invite all your friends that are Blues fans. We'd love them to be part of the experience. And, of course, if they're closet Blues fans and you want us to help bring them all the way out, have them click it. I guarantee you they'll jump in and have a great time being part of the Blues community. Um, very, very proud to be part of lineupmedia.fm, fastest-growing podcast company on the planet. Getting at a, in the process right now of launching Yo! Radio, the newest online radio station that you're going to love. Uh, lots of great stuff going on there as well. And again, our social media partners, the growth of our show. We owe a lot to, to, to some of these guys that have been with us and, and been pounding the show out since the beginning. We'll start with uh, Jamie's good friend Mick Light over at Art City Sports. Man, what a what a growing uh, sports community he has billboards up and, and everything so if it's st louis and st louis area and it comes to sports art city sports is what you want to check out there our good friend uh dennis with st louis blues hockey memes of course uh, he got did you see his feature on on the on the news the other night his man cave Mineral arena yes yes what a man it's impressive i you know obviously we've been in there you it, were quoted it's impressive you were quoted weren't you I god was. what was the thing you said when you come down to steps that he said that where's you, the beer no it was uh <laughs> Where's the dump button? <laughs> Where's the dump button? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, uh, great stuff as always. St. Louis Blues Fans Unite, everything STL Sports, all great uh, Facebook pages. If you guys want to learn more about Blues hockey, make sure you become part of that community. Uh, again, special thanks, of course, as always, to our good friends, uh, Jamie Rivers and Darren Kimball, former Blues that are uh, still so involved within the community like many others. Uh, don't forget uh, checking out what Jamie does over at SynergyHockeySkills.com. Always proud to bring uh, Jamie to the show. And, of course, the Nelson family that makes sure that Darren Kimball is here each and every week. Nelson Land Services. Prickly Darren Kimball, Prickly too. Prickly Darren Kimball. Like Boy, I, man, I tell you what, you guys, it was good today. I like that. I think I the like fans it. like that, too. I like it, Darren. Yeah, Arr, it's good stuff. Arr, arr. <laughs> one, one game. <laughs> one game. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like Deer Hunter. Remember that? One shot. I love it. One shot. Robert De Niro, it. one shot. One game. Uh, special thanks again to the innovativecompanies.com. We could not do all this without Randy and Stephanie Green. Uh, Randy's that second-generation craftsman. He's brought his daughter into the fold to, to keep him organized, which he admittedly needed. And uh, fully licensed, bonded, insured. Give them an opportunity. Everything under that one umbrella, innovativecompanies.com. For the Blues NHL Podcast, I'm your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. I leave you with a let's go, Blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.